I mean, the doctor broke call, up. like, seven people. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I told everybody, I was like, I'm on the breakup press tour right you now. You literally went out, like, on, like, breakup press tour dates. Like, okay, so I'm meeting so-and-so for coffee, and I've got to get give them the whole spiel. Like, like this is what happened. And it got to the point where I was like, I'm, I'm so exhausted. Tired. And I just would, like, link people to the first episode of our podcast. I saw like, you do that the other day, and I was like, oh, I am cackling. That's awesome. I was like, it's, I'm tired of telling this story. Just listen to our first episode of our podcast. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to another episode of The Gals Guide. Welcome, welcome. Oh my god, The Bachelor. I'm sorry, I know half of our audience does not give a crap about any of this. Yeah. But it's so relevant to today's episode that I feel like we gotta talk about it. Absolutely, yeah. It's been so catty this season. So catty. Like, someone mentioned the other day on Twitter, like, remember when The Bachelor used to be about all female friendships? Like, not just all about female friendships, but like, Becca had a group of girls. Mm -hmm. I know you're so new to this, but people who actually care and have listened and watched before. Like, with Hannah B, like, her and Demi like a lot of them like really had a lot of female bonding experience over it which i mean to be fair like you're in a house you're all pine after one guy but yeah. like yeah but when you're not with him like you gotta you, find friends and there's no phones like you gotta kind of just you gotta bond yeah. and do something or mm-hmm. else you're gonna like die and like yeah so bored but it's been so catty this season i feel like yeah. it's partially i think it's to do to because the age range that they have selected they have definitely gone a lot younger and they yeah. have in previous yeah. previous seasons. I know you're new to this, but like this, I feel like is the first season where like almost all the girls are like. Well, Colton season they started really doing that too. But when Ari was the Bachelor and when Ben was the Bachelor, and Nick like all the girls weren't like in their early twenties. Like some of them were in their mid to late twenties and. Or, like, the early 30s. Like, yeah. it was a better age range where they're much more mature. Now they're, like, oh, 22, 23. I I'm know. Like, yeah. How old is he? 28? Yeah. Yeah. That's why I, like, blonde Victoria. I don't... Victoria F. Victoria P. But she. Okay. Oh, see, I I didn't watch Wednesday's episode. Oh, I fr- I didn't know that was Oops. a thing. I know everything that happened. I know everything that happened. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, because Twitter. Yeah. But I didn't know that they were doing an episode on Wednesday because I passed out during uh, the previous night's episode. Gotcha. I yeah. Missed the ending of it and I just looked on Twitter. But yeah, like with McKenna and like Tammy and all of them, just like being so like pitted against each other it's so it's exhausting Mm -hmm. and i wish peter could just call them out on it but i always think about how he did you really gotta watch wednesday's episode okay i'm so sorry no it's okay so behind you're fine (laughs) but no i was someone was someone mentioned on twitter though like how hannah b like she called out the men and like was yeah yelled at them yeah she yelled at the men on her season and was like i'm not tolerating this and like gave it to them and like really lashed out at them mm-hmm. and like everybody's like peter can't really do that because like yeah how would it so, look for a guy to yell do you at always women? tell you what happened yeah sure so so they did he gave a two date cards one to victoria F, i know it was a two and one and then it was a two on one so they met yeah. before the rose ceremony and he sat them both down and he was like i need to talk to you both and then he went and like you know Tammy said this, and McKenna said this, and then he went back down, and he was like, I cannot move forward with both of you here, and he sent Tammy home. Yeah, and then he sent McKenna home at the and then, ceremony. Yeah, and then he sent McKenna yeah, home. Which I thought so was he did kind of call him out, but it, it was still kind of like, in my mind, I was like, why did you keep McKenna if you were just going to send her home? Probably because they wouldn't allow him to, like, to just, like, he had kick to kick them both off. Yeah. Still, I don't think that's a, a same degree. Like, Hannah B, like, she got all of them in together and was like, I'm done with this bullshit. Yeah. And he, like, how would it look if like, a guy was, like, yelling at a group of girls? Like, it's not going to be a good image for um, ABC Disney, especially since Disney owns The Bachelor. They're never going to do that. Yeah. Like, they're never going to have that press on their hands. So, I just think it's really interesting. Obviously, I need to get caught up. Uh, <laughs> but I really wanted to mention that really quickly and talk about that because I think it's so relevant, like I said, to today's episode. But I just think it's super interesting and it relates heavily to today's episode, which we are talking about female friendships. Mm-hmm. We are expanding more on our whole like love month. We know that we fo- mainly focus on dating relationships, but we also really want to focus on female friendships. And we definitely think that that is a part of love and mm-hmm. superb relationships that is often overlooked and not valued on the same level, I think, as relationships are. So yeah. that's what we really want to dive into and the power that we find that we have in female friendships. So as we all know, females are different than men. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so I feel like... 
females tend to be more emotionally driven, whereas men are more logically driven. And 100%. That's, and that's a generalization. But for the most part, I feel like we tend to lean on our emotions. We think differently than men. We act differently than men. We deal with issues differently. You get my gist. Like men and women, I think definitely complement each other, but I think there is something so special about that female-to-female connection, whether it's, like, me and Emily, we are constantly texting each other updates about our life Mm -hmm. and, like, just checking in. I have, like, hour-long phone conversations with with some of my friends, weekend trips, like, nights out, celebrations, like, all of those things are so fun, and I think that they really um, give such a strong like bond and connection yeah, and I don't get that with guy friends no no 100 um there's like this one quote from sex in the city I know I'm always quoting sex in the city there's one quote that I think particularly resonates uh with that and it's I think Samantha says it's maybe our girlfriends are our soulmates and guys are just people we used to have fun with and yeah. I, I I often like to think about that I mean especially me somebody who is not heavily dating and like heavily in relationships I definitely feel like a lot of my soulmates that I've found in life have been through my female friends yeah um, that's not to say that those relationships with those who don't identify as female are any less meaningful. However, it's that true and authentic understanding deep within your soul that's unlike anything else. Certain bonds you get with other women resemble a form of true love that may be your first experience with love. So like your best friend, they're your first cheerleader, your first therapist, your first soulmate. In recent years, um, I feel like guys have been using the saying bromance or guy love. Yeah. Um, from Scrubs. <laughs> there isn't really an equivalent word i feel like to female friendships like gal pals yeah the only th- i mean the only thing we've created is galentines yeah but that's like a holiday still like yeah, it's, it's not a- it's still not on the same <laughs> word. level yeah and it could be like there's there's just no need for that kind of word because I guess like sisterhood but yeah but, but i feel like i relate that to sororities <laughs> That, and I relate it more to, like, the feminist movement. True, like, true, Instead yeah. of, like, a best friend. Yeah. Like, I have, like, I don't have a sisterhood with you. Like, I, I don't know. That feels weird <laughs> to say. Yeah, no. But, like, I mean, maybe it's perhaps because, like, men are just now, like, discovering, like, this true and deep underlying friendship between each other whereas women have understood it for centuries yeah um because we've had to we've had to get together we've had to have that sisterhood yeah uh, and bond (laughs) (laughs) because when i think about it it's like with you Mm -hmm. i like i'm talking to you yeah whenever i have got like obvious guy problems rather than saying like fuck him dump him like blah 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 blah, all the things that you know i'm just gonna put in through one ear not the other Mm -hmm. you know me well enough to know that i just need someone to listen i'm not asking for advice or to fix anything i just need to say space to breathe and it's kind of that perspective and understanding that i believe can be earned from a female best friend and why i think they are super beneficial yeah like taking the time to get to know you and like what you benefit from and like yeah that takes time and bonding and connection Mm -hmm. and all of that what has your experience been like with having female friends like from a young age to adulthood um i feel like i've always kind of put my heart and soul into my female friendships like when i grew up i surround i tended to like surround myself with females like from different stages of my life like I still keep in contact with my childhood best friend that I met when I was five we don't talk every day but like we still try and like make an effort Mm -hmm. I grew up in a neighborhood and I (laughs) I was that girl that like loved to play backyard baseball and football with the guys but I also (laughs) I forget you were like a tomboy I was such a tomboy especially in elementary school I really did cherish those neighborhood girls that I like Mm -hmm. hung out with like we would have sleepovers and like go to the park and all that jazz I'm trying to think. Like, I had a bunch of female friends from church, from camp. I was on a softball team. I had a really, really good um, high school friend group. Mm-hmm. Same with college. I mean, I joined an all-female acapella group. Are you recalling the sexy six? Actually, I wasn't referring to the sexy six. <laughs> no, I know but, you weren't, but I'm just saying. But like yes, that. like they were not, like I had, I had a lot of friends in different like areas of like things I was interested in, like theater, chorus, just yeah. like friends. And then, so I joined an all-female all acapella group in college. And then I also went into a profession that's very female dominant. Like I'm a speech pathologist, speech language pathologist. And so we're a very female dominant profession. I'm not friends with everyone 
obviously that like never happens. Um, I'm not friends with everyone that I was friends with in the past, but I think every single female that has walked into my life has taught me something, um, whether it's been a life lesson or something new about myself that I didn't know before meeting them. And so I'm like really, really grateful that I have had so many experiences with female friendships. You rushed a sorority on top of that I did. Too. Yeah, I did rush yeah. a sorority. I, like I, I don't know, like something about female energy, I just like embrace it because like females just get it. No, yeah, absolutely. Get me. <laughs> I will say, like, recalling this, like, the Sexy Six, which if you are a new listener, um, <laughs> that was, like, a little friend group that me and Hannah had when we were in high school, like, my senior year, her junior year. Yeah. And how we kind of met, but it was just a group of six of us who all met in theater chorus mm-hmm. during the process of making a musical. Yes. <laughs> and we just dubbed ourselves that name because we were stupid. <laughs> but that was, like, one of the first core group of not only friends but girls I was friends with yeah because I had other female friends like I had two other friends that were girls and I had like you know a wide range of different ones but there wasn't like this common group that like the friends group or mm-hmm. like the how much your mother group like the core group of friends that you always hang out You're with always that you doing go back something. to yeah yeah like they know you as this kind of girl group yeah I never had that until then so that was really like nice and refreshing to have for me I grew up in a very artsy life I danced from the age of three and so immediately I was thrown into always being surrounded by women and then I was in theater I did all of that which is very you know at a young age it's very female dominated but I mean, I did have my experiences with, like, catty girls at that, you know, the mean girl, that, like, quote-unquote toxicity relationships that, like, society kind of cast on women friendships. I definitely had my encounter with that. I had a friend. I was in Girl Scouts, Mm -hmm. like, the actual Girl Scouts, and I had, like, a friend and she completely turned the entire school against me and like backslapped wow. me and that was my first experience with like having a like a female friend like betray me kind of thing and then I had another encounter with it and so for a while I was like wow girls suck yeah but never once did I like give up like on female friends and be like oh like I just don't have any female friends like I just don't get along with them so I just hang out with guys instead like I never once like had that relationship yeah. or anything I just found other girls that I got along with I just knew this certain type of girls that I just would not vibe with and just kind of stayed away from them just because like I don't have that time for that energy that yeah they there's no possess. point in that negativity yeah our energies are not the same we don't mm-hmm. have the same wavelength so there's no point in casting a relationship with you so most of my emotional mental strength has came from deep bonds with strong females like are in my life over time I think we really kind of like start to mimic our friends like who they are I mean we were just talking about that how I started picking up like your certain like Hannah-isms and like yep. my certain Emily-isms <laughs> but we mirror like their thoughts beliefs actions in fact many say that like we are the average of five people that we spend most of our time around so we should like always choose wisely and have great intentions around that and I fully believe that now in adulthood I think my relationships with women and my friendships with women had definitely changed when I got into college I did not rush a sorority but I was put into an all-female dorm which will test your beliefs if I've ever seen it. It's a whole experience. And if you have gone to an all-female college or if you have lived in an all-female dorm, you will get what I am saying. It can be very catty at times. But when I transferred schools and my sophomore year, I joined a dance company at my school and that had like a hundred girls in it. Mm -hmm. And then I became social chair of that group. So I was constantly being surrounded by women on top of being a theater major and a writing person. So I, I was surrounded by women and then I, you know, I started doing work and at my part-time jobs, I worked in very, I worked in the fashion and makeup industry. So I was always surrounded by women at that. Like I never really had male coworkers. And then I get to grad school and I'm the only girl in what my class. Up? <laughs> like there's female producers, but I'm the only female screenwriter yeah. in my class. And so now like all my classes are completely male dominated. And I think it definitely my writing definitely shows how much female friendships mean to me because it's something that I definitely write about and everything that I write. It's what attracts me to certain shows. It's what really inspires me a lot because I think that they are so important and I really did not notice how much I leaned on them until I was deprived of them Mm. in school. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, God, I miss having that female energy. I miss having estrogen around sometimes because just being around men sometimes like all day can get exhausting. And I notice my behavior more. I notice certain things about myself more that draw attention. And sometimes I feel like it's negatively reflected upon me. I'm not sure, but I 
noticed how much I really treasured and valued female friendships after this past year when I was divided and just placed upon a man in my class. I will say though that even though I am surrounded by a lot of men and I have female friendships that are in a competitive field, there's not a single time where I feel like we are pitted against each other. I feel like we definitely support each other and lift each other up all the time yeah. we're never sitting here over here like feeling like we have to fight each other all the time just to get this certain job or anything even though like it definitely could be that way sometimes it never feels like that i feel like you guys are just from watching like your relationship with those people like i feel like you guys are really good about supporting each other too and helping each other out like when you're in need that one time you were working on your web series and you needed extras and you like texted a couple of your friends and they're like yeah i'll be there yeah like you guys you guys are all in this field where you have to work really really hard but you're all so supportive especially the females too yeah going off of that i want to quickly talk about this toxic portrayal that has been cast upon female friendships we see it all the time in film and tv like with mean girls and i think roxane gay lays this point out perfectly that we should abandon the cultural myth that all female friendships must be bitchy toxic or competitive she says like this myth is like heels and purses pretty but designed to slow women down and i think that is a really poignant thing to think about there is a special place in hell for women who don't support other women when the world is so eager to rip us apart it's ridiculous to think that by building someone else up it would tear you down do girls gossip absolutely it's physically in our dna because that's how our ancestors told stories and kept others entertained while the men you know were out hunting and gathering food are we guilty of gossiping about other women 100%. I am so guilty of gossiping. Like, we're not perfect, and no one's asking you to be. I think one person who really points this out is, pardon me if I pronounce this wrong, Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. She is the writer. She's a Nigerian writer who is actually the one who speaks in prose during Beyonce's song Flawless. Mm -hmm. Um, She has this point very clear to me, which is, we teach girls to shrink themselves to make themselves smaller. We raise girls to see each other as competitors, not for jobs or for accomplishments, which I think could be a good thing, but for the attention of men. I'm not going to quote the entire, like, Flawless song by Beyonce. Yeah, just go listen to it. I don't want to copyright it, and I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. But with the world of Me Too and the women's rights movement, female friendships are like an army you're supposed to lean on and not feel like you have to be on the defense side of it fighting against them. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Or the offense side, however. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know football. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be the first to admit I don't know football. (laughs) But I feel like there's such power in a female friendship. I think that female friends can understand you in ways that men can't. They just haven't experienced the things that we have. They just honestly don't get it. They can empathize with us, sure, but they haven't been through some of the things that we have. Just tell a man, like a professor, your boss, your dad, I don't care. Like, you can't come into work today. You can't come to class today because, like, you're having cramps. They're going to immediately be like, yeah, sure. I, yeah, it's go, fine. Go, go. go home. Because they don't understand, like, what it's like. And they just assume, like, we're just dying from the inside. Or they could be the exact opposite and just assume you're perfectly fine. Yeah, I like, don't suck know. It up. <laughs> like, I... I'm not dismissing anybody who identifies as a male or anything like that. They cannot relate to what a female is going through, but it's not going to be the same kind of relation because of prior history. Yeah. You can relate to somebody without experiencing the same thing you Absolutely. did. It's not going to be the same level as if somebody, let's break it down. Like if you were to come from an abusive home, like your father or somebody abused you, I can understand and listen to you. I'm never going to be able to relate to that. I mm-hmm. can empathize with you, but I'm never going to be able to understand and relate to that as somebody who came from another abusive home could relate to that and could empathize with you better and know exactly how to connect with you and heal you. And I think that's how it is with men and women. Mm-hmm. Like they can try their best, but they're not always going to be like right. right there on the bullseye. Right. And every time. female hasn't been through 100% the exact same thing that you have. So they may not be able to relate, but I feel like they might be able to relate a little bit better. Yeah. I also don't think like we have to put so many heavy expectations on female friendships and expect women to be able to relate to everything that we're going through. But there is a more sense of tolerance they're, they're going to yeah. have, mm-hmm. I think. So another thing that I think is really powerful about female friendships is that females tend to be more honest. A true friend is going to listen to your thoughts, your ideas, your dreams, your desires. So they're going to listen to you and then 
they're going to be honest with you. They're going to give you their honest feedback, their honest opinion. I feel like female friends are good at offering a new perspective to things. They're able to build up your confidence, your self-esteem. They're going to support you. They are also scary good at playing devil's advocate. Yeah. I know, like, I have some female friends that I'm just like, oh, no, I'm not, not going to bring this problem to you because you're yeah. going to say, like, the thing that I, like, that thing that's in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, like, don't confirm that for me. It's so interesting, though, because I'm even, like, relating this, like, to men because I know a lot of them, like, they'll go to their bros and tell them stuff and everything. Yeah. But if you go to, like, a woman about a problem, she's going to give you a whole new perspective mm-hmm. and give you a level of honesty that you're not getting from your other male friends. Yep. I often, like, wonder, like, what guys, like, you know how intimate girl friendships can get. Yeah, like, where, like, yeah. we can talk about certain things that you can't really talk, like, with everybody, especially best friends. And I often wonder if, like, guys yeah do the same thing like if they get to that same level of intimacy yeah. in their friendships because i think that there is a certain that's why i feel like friendship female friendships are so heavy in correlation to your relationships and why i think soulmates is so closely resembled because how you act like with your a female best friend is going to be very similar to how you're acting like with in a relationship just mm-hmm. It's platonic because you are able to get that deep and that intimate and that they can know you inside out the way a partner would as well, too. And I don't really know if guys get that experience. I don't know. I mean, like, just from, like, watching my boyfriend interact with some of his friends, I feel like some friends know just because of they're not as close or they don't even have as, like, strong of a bond. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't really know. But, like, with his one best friend that he's known for a very, very long time, like, I feel like they get to closer to a level of, like, how you and I are. Like, mm-hmm. they can talk about things for hours. And, I mean, that might be, like, over a headset while playing, like, a video game. But, like... But they're doing but something they're do- while they're Yeah, and that's, and that's what I brought up earlier. I feel like... I feel like guys are always doing something, whereas, like, girls can just, like, hang out on a bed and watch, like, TV and then, like, chat over popcorn or whatever. Yeah, so. What is wrong with that, though? Nothing. (laughs) Doing some face, like, seriously, like, I love that. I love just, like, chilling with face mask on and just, like, talking, like, and I don't know if, I don't know. I don't know if guys do that. It's so interesting because most of the guys I've dated, from what they've told me, they don't have that bond. Yeah. And I'm, like... So do you just, like, keep all your thoughts and secrets just, like, buried inside of your mind? No, I think that's what their partner's for. Like, a, a, just an emotional dumping bag? Well, no. Just, like, a person that... <laughs> In my experience, Here's all of yes. my emotions. <laughs> In my experience, yeah. yeah. It, that's how it's been. Well, like, I feel like, I feel like Blaine is, like, very honest with me. And, like, I feel like we are on the same level that me and you were on. I mean, granted, we haven't, I haven't, we haven't dated for as long as me and you have been friends, Mm -hmm. but like, I feel like he definitely gets to that point with me. And so I don't know if maybe it's just like, they don't get to that point with their friends. And it's just like something that they get to with somebody that they care about and they, they know is going to be with them. Mm -hmm. But I don't know though. Cause like, I don't expect you to like leave my life anytime soon other than moving freaking across the whole entire (laughs) country, but it's fine. We're not going to go there. But like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah. It'd be interesting to, like, talk, if talk to a guy. If you listeners, I would love... I, yeah. I, I really want a guy on an episode. Excuse me. Um, so if you're a guy... If you're a guy... And you um, want to come on our podcast? Yeah. But I feel like society also portrays male friendships as that stereotype. Mm-hmm. That they don't talk about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so it'd be really interesting to see if like, I can get inside their mind and everything. Yeah. Because I feel like when you're able to just sit down, talk with a woman, like it, the energy is just completely different. I have um, one of my friends in one of my classes, he's gay. However, besides that point, like he's still a man. And so he will hang out like with the other men in my class. And it just gets to the point where he'll come to talk to me and be like, I can't do it anymore. Like, I need that female energy. Like, I just need to be around a woman. I've noticed when I have been around either my guy friends or if I've been around guys I've dated, how, if I see them with their guy friends versus how they talk to me, it's completely different. And I don't think it's an intimacy level that, that is what makes that happen. Mm -hmm. It's just the energy that female possess. Yeah, that I have think that, that energy that just pulls you in. Suck your soul. Is that is that the energy? Basically. Okay. Cool. I mean, I'm a ginger on top of that, so it's just double soul sucking over here. Double soul sucking. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Goodbye. Because <laughs> I've noticed, like, I am friends with this guy, and we are not close, 
close. Like, yeah. It's still very new. Mm-hmm. But I have seen him with his guy friends. He is so immature. He yeah. is like a child. And I just, I'm like, who are you? Like, you are not the dude I've been hanging out with. Like, what is going on? But when it's me and him alone, like, he opens up and talks about certain things. I'm like, where was this guy, like, two hours ago when you were with your bros? Yeah. Like, it's just interesting to see it. this energy that they can connect with on yeah. some level. And it's not so separated that I feel like it often is portrayed as. I kind of feel like, and I could be completely wrong, but I kind of feel like maybe with guys, like, they have, like, one person or like one person that they like can get to that level with because I know a couple guys that like have told me like so-and-so is my best friend like he knows everything and like I feel like that's how it is with my boyfriend like I feel like he has that one person and that's and that's it and the other people are just kind of like friends and they don't it's kind of like more surface level like they don't get too too deep yeah I don't know like that is interesting because I've ha- I have heard that before as yeah. well too. Whereas meanwhile I'm telling yeah we got like five or six friends. people were calling up like, like hey listen to my problems <laughs> well, like remember when I <laughs> when I me and the you doctor had to broke call up like seven people <laughs> yeah I I, went, I told everybody I was like I'm on the breakup press tour right you now you literally went out like on like breakup press tour dates like okay so I'm meeting so and so for coffee and I gotta get give them the whole spiel like, like this is what happened and it got to the point where I was like I'm, I'm so exhausted tired. and I just would like link people to the first episode of our podcast. I saw like, you do that the other day, and I was like, oh, I am cackling. That's awesome. I was like, it's, I'm tired of telling this story. Just listen to our first episode of our podcast. Honestly. But I, it, we just feel like we can connect with anybody mm-hmm. and just tell them our whole story. I think that's why we also have a podcast, because we just love talking. We do love talking. I mean, we're very social creatures. Yeah, we are. And I feel like male friendships, like, they very low-level communication. It's like yeah. a few grunts. <laughs> Or, like, a text, like, hey, want to do something later? And then, like, seven hours later, like, nah, man, I'm good. Like, well, like, one guy I dated, he, I asked him, I was like, like, do you ever, like, open up to your friends? Like, you have two roommates. One was a girl, one was a guy. I was like, do you ever, like, open up to them and, like, tell them anything? Mm-hmm. Like, that you tell me? And he was like, not really. I don't, he's like, my best friend, like, kind of knows everything, but... At the same time, I don't tell him, like, who all I'm dating all the time. Yeah. I don't open up to that. And I was like, I thought that was interesting. And he said, yeah, like, sometimes, like, I won't even tell them, like, when me and a girl break up. Like, I'll just be like, they'll realize, like, a couple months later, they'll be like, oh, where's where's so-and-so? And And he'll be like, oh, we broke up. Like, we ended things. So I was like, cool. So they're not going to know that we ended things. And then one day they're just going to ask about me. And... I feel like guys Peace. are very, like, not that they withhold information, but they're very protective over, like, their feelings and, like, like, I feel like they pick and choose what they're going to tell. Whereas, at least for me, I'm a little bit more of an open book with my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely obviously, be- in a relationship, I'm an open book. But, like, yeah, with yeah, my yeah. friends, I feel like I am as well. Like, anyone that I would consider someone, like, who is a part of my life, yeah. like, they're going to know at least... At least the things that I think there are are important to know. But. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think society has casted that opinion on men mm-hmm. for sure, like not to open up and yeah. just to like conceal, conceal, don't, don't feel. feel. <laughs> oh my gosh, side note: Did you see that video of the little girl walking through the snow in yes. the house? Oh my gosh, yes. my kid, honestly. <laughs> but I think whereas women, like, yeah, society has said we talk a lot. And we gossip. We do all these things. It's natural for us. And I I don't think that that should be the way it is for men. I think I feel like they should be able to open up to their best buds. Yeah. And tell them, you know, hey, man, like. I'm having a bad day. Madeline really broke my heart, dude. <laughs> but I think one thing men should definitely take advice on from anything is how much female friendships alleviate stress in your life. Mm-hmm. For sure. There's studies, bruh that show this and i think this is something that men i mean don't emotionally dump on like your female friends but like also like you should be able to do this like with your male friends but according to a ucla study women respond to stress with an outpouring of brain chemicals that cause us to make and maintain friendships with other women until the study was published scientists generally believed that when people experience stress they trigger a hormonal response that results in the whole fight or flight experience now researchers believe women pull from a range of behavior that spans more than just fight or flight in fact it seems when the hormone oxytocin is released as a part of the stress response in women it buffers the fight or flight response and encourages her to tend to children and gather with other women instead and i definitely see this in my own life you do this i'm not a maternal person 
Yeah. I'll tell you that right now. Like, children? <laughs> I don't know. While I'm over here, like, baby. You work with children, though. <laughs> I don't. And I, I, I probably will have children one day. It's gonna happen. I don't really see myself not having children, but I'm just not, like, a very, like, all my friends are like, yeah, I don't see you as a mom. Like, I don't see you as, like, a mother or, like, a nurturing kind of person, I guess, because I'm just so very brash. But I will say, whenever there's, like, an emergency or, like, danger or something, I get very protective. Like, we've gone to many haunted trails we and have. haunted houses. Yes. And you get scared By of the clowns. clowns. <laughs> and I know she gets scared, so I, like, will get in front of her and be like... You, like, hold, hold on like to my mother, arm. Like, Mother like, Goose. Okay. Like, I got this. I'm taking the lead. I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> on the Titanic. I'm taking this. You got this. Yes. <laughs> I always feel very secure. But I also have done this before. Like, there was one time there was a possible like shooting at our local mall where I work and I had a coworker who was pregnant at the time. The first thing I thought was, where is she? Like we got to get her to the back. Like she's pregnant. I got to make sure that like, she's okay and everything like that. I was maintained, maintained a calm composure and everything. Yeah. And I've done this many times when like the other day there was a, like a tornado like warning and mm-hmm. my dog was freaking out and I was like, it's going to be okay, Chloe. We're going to protect you. And like, and they made her feel safe and everything. Like yeah. I had to protect her. So I do get very mother duckling mm-hmm. sometimes in those natures. So I definitely experience this and I see the facts in this study for sure. Yes. But they say like when a woman actually engages in this tending or befriending study suggests that more oxytocin is released, which further counters stress and produces a calming effect. This calming response does not occur in men because testosterone, which men produce in high levels when they're under stress, seems to reduce the effects of oxytocin and estrogen seems to enhance it. Wow, that's so interesting. I had no idea. It's also very common in a lot of other things too within the difference between men and women as far as like bonding but no i definitely i can see that and i think that probably one reason is because women can bear children mm-hmm. and you would get in that very protective behavior of your like mama bear bear protective of your like your children yeah whereas men when the only time they really ex- like express oxytocin and they experience it is when they're bonding with their child they don't really get it any other time yeah but when a mother like is breastfeeding like that's one time she will um get oxytocin so interesting i always had to point that out i think it's really interesting a different kind of study that people don't often think about yeah no okay so kind of piggybacking on the stress topic um we kind of want to talk about how female friendships can affect your mental health so a study was actually done at harvard medical school um and it found the more friends that women have have, the more likely they're to feel content in their lives. In fact, the results from the study actually revealed an absence of friends can be as detrimental to your health as being overweight or smoking cigarettes. When there's a lack of female energy around you, our perspective of ourself kind of fogs up and we need friends to reflect back to us who we actually are. If you're feeling self-conscious in regards to your own body, having a friend that loves their hips and empowers you and your body can assist in how you view your own body. The time you spend together doesn't have to be particularly formal to be special either. Literally, you can just binge watch Netflix and eat some potato chips all day, just like me and Emily just did. Literally. Uh, (laughs) That energy is gonna empower you. Girlfriends have a distinctive way of reading emotions and intuitively recognizing what needs to be done and then act on that. I mean, uh, I always say trust a woman's intuition. Mm-hmm. It's always spot on. I mean, definitely for me particularly, yeah. but I know so many women that rely on that like gut instinct and they can tell what's wrong with their friends and mm-hmm. something's up. I feel like you, we've definitely yeah, done that with we're, each other. Yeah, we do it all the time. Like one of my really good friends, like I could tell she was just kind of having an off day. So I like Venmo her $5 and was like, get, get yourself a coffee because I know she loves coffee. You don't do that with me. Okay, I'll do that next time you're <laughs> sad for Chick-fil-A. I'll like Venmo you like seven bucks and be like, go get a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> brought you stuff Fair i don't enough. know we're not gift people so fair enough but like quality time i feel like i like we whenever something's up like one of us will either like you know like hang out or text and you each know other. if i call you like something's up uh-huh and like, when i miss your calls i'm like oh my god <laughs> i done messed up <laughs> because it'll be me and then anna and then she'll have to call her nana because none of the this is exactly <laughs> how it happens it's the exact order of everything <laughs> And if none of y'all picked up, I'm screwed. I know, honestly. But I know we've talked a lot about the power of having a female friend and what they can bring to your life and how amazing they are. But 
there's also this kind of loss you experience when you lose a friend. I don't think people give female friendship breakups enough credit. Friendship breakups in general enough credit. Whenever a female friendship breaks down, it doesn't feel like a romantic breakup. More than that, it takes like quite a lot for a friendship to end, especially for me and you, I think. Mm -hmm. There's always warning signs and indicators that you're growing apart and you just have like different priorities, different levels of commitment to other things. I feel like it definitely happens in transitional periods of people's lives, like Mm -hmm. moving to college, getting married, having kids, things like that. Like your priorities just change and your friends kind of drop to a lower level. But usually like these are ignored because to acknowledge them would then mean you have to admit that the relationship wasn't perfect to begin with. Yeah. Perhaps we put up with more from our friends than we do from our romantic partners before it gets to the point where the relationship is broken down. I definitely think think that's true. Yeah, I think you can analyze it better when it's in a relationship versus a friendship. I think you can analyze problems and you can point it out better than... Just like, well, maybe, like, you know, like, friends, like, aren't supposed to be, like, that kind of way yeah. or something like that. Well, no, like, they are. Like, I don't feel like I listen to red flags in friendships the way that I do oh, no. with, like, another person that no. I'm going to date. Like, I, I don't. I definitely ignore them or I, like, put it off or I just don't ever really even discuss it. This was something I was talking to about my therapist the other day was about this and how I definitely have realized I am the friend that people go to when they have something going on in their life and they just need somebody to listen. Uh, I don't know why. I am everybody's therapist. So this is my new role now. Hello. Because you're a good listener. And I'm like, but that's the thing. Like, I'm a good listener. Don't come to me for advice. I know yeah. I have an advice podcast. <laughs> but like when we're friends, it's like I can't offer you any genuine advice, but I can offer you a sarcastic comment. Yeah. <laughs> or I can just like listen to you and be like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And then like yeah. empower you and support your decisions. Totally. If you want advice, go listen to my podcast because I work hard to write out those episodes and give you genuine Blood, advice. Sweat, and tears. <laughs> but I have noticed that and there are certain people who exhibit red flags of taking advantage of that and mm-hmm. they just emotionally dump on those kind of people and it was something I was talking to my therapist about and she was just like that's where you had to create boundaries and just tell them like look what you're going through sounds like shit man like I'm sorry I can't help you and I feel for you but I just emotionally like right now like I just I have a lot on my plate right now and I'm not the person that you need me to be for you right now so I'm sorry I hope things work out it's kind of like that um what is that a meme that was going around on TikTok it's like are you in an emotionally stable place to handle some information that you might not be ready to hear right now that whole meme thing oh my gosh yeah, like there's some people who definitely take advantage of people yeah. like that or they take advantage of how nice people are and they are a pushover, I feel yeah. like. And those friends of people, if I have friends that are pushovers and I see somebody else taking advantage of that, I always feel like the need, like, I need to step up. Yeah, you do. Yeah, like, hello. Like, I'm like, just get up and defend yourself. And no, it's okay. Like, oh my God. I don't know why. Like, I feel personally, I feel like it is so much harder to put boundaries in place in friendships than in like a relationship and I don't know if that's because with friendships like I feel like it is my duty to be present and be supportive and be there always Mm -hmm. to have like lend a listening ear Mm -hmm. so like I don't know like like I'm not saying I need to put boundaries in friendships but like in the past like in college where I felt like people were maybe taking advantage of me like I didn't know how to like I didn't know how to put boundaries in place like I, I don't know why it's so much harder for me to do that in a female friendship I feel like a lot of your friends that you had in uh, college, some of them you lived with. That's true. And I would hear stories where, like, I feel like as a third-party objective not involved in this at all, I could hear certain things that would sound like being taken advantage of and things that should be established, like boundaries that should be there Mm -hmm. but weren't. Yeah. Um, And communication could have fixed things. I that's another thing too like when you are afraid to talk to your partner you're dating there's usually a like that's a sign yeah and like you need to speak up and establish yourself when it's a friendship it's like hey so like if you could just like um clean the dishes or like you totally don't have to clean the dishes like it's totally fine or you just like do them for the person and then you're like you leave passive aggressive post-it notes i didn't do that i'm not that way i've never done it i just i've heard people doing it though i know that's true I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's because I didn't feel as comfortable. Like, I feel like with, with me and you, we're very good about just, like, we're just both confrontational to each other, and that's just, like, fine, and it works for us. But I feel like sometimes with people that I may not be as close to as I am with you, like, mm-hmm. it's a little bit more difficult. Because yeah. you don't want to hurt their feeling. Like, that's what it comes down to for me. Like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want you to feel like I don't care about you. But I also, like, 
you're taking advantage of me and like this isn't working yeah (laughs) no like 100% I get that I know people who had roommates and like they like this one girl I was friends with she (laughs) she would like break up with her boyfriend like every now and then like yeah that kind of like monthly thing and she's like When's it going to happen next? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because she just wouldn't tolerate a lot of stuff that would go on between them. Yeah. And, but when it came to the girl she lived with, like, she would tiptoe around her so often. I'm like, who? What? What is what? this? Who are you? Yeah. yeah. I'm just like, no. Like, if you have a problem with this person, like, you're living with them, like, you should feel that, like, you should feel like you are able to talk yeah. to this person. I definitely have had experiences with female friends where I was hurt by something they did or something they said or something got back to me that they mm-hmm. said about me and I didn't know how to approach it whereas if it was a relationship like it was a guy is dating it's completely different like for some reason it's yeah. easier to approach that it's like it how is. dare you have the audacity to say that to about say me. that about me or to do blah 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 and then you immediately well if they're a nice guy you immediately get the whole like oh my gosh like I'm so sorry or you just break up. Or you just break up. But, but like, like, with a friendship, it's, like, that, like, I guess for me, the fear of putting boundaries in place is, like, okay, what if I do this, and I say this, and I upset this person, and then we're no longer friends. Because I have had, like, friends that are no longer in my life. And so I think, I think that's what it stems from, is that, like, that I've had, friend, like, female friendships end over, like, petty things. And so I think... I think it's a fear. I think it's a fear of losing friends. I don't I don't have as many friends now as I did when I was in college, which I mean is a good thing because I've kind of weeded out who doesn't need to be in my life and yeah. and focus on the people that that are um you know really supportive and really 100% like in the friendship, but yeah. I think that's I think like losing female friends is kind of like the fear that keeps me from putting boundaries in place sometimes. I mean, I think that boundaries are great everywhere and I definitely should take my own advice from that but there was I've only had one female friend where like we had an outright like fight and that led to our friendship ending Mm -hmm. other than that it's just oh like I moved away yeah transitional periods we graduated from high school things like that where it's just like a natural drifting apart and there is like we've talked about this before like the whole girl code episode like Mm -hmm. there is a certain like code that you don't like you don't do these x y and z and stuff like that but with this particular female friend like it wasn't like a broke girl code it was just she was getting married she started hanging out with other people and that that changed who she was as a person i think you know like i said you are the sum of the five people you hang around with and she definitely started changing and i was just like I, I mean, I called her out on a lot of stuff. I was, like, this one person where I'm, like, no, like, I'm not going to let you treat me like this. Like, I've known you since I was three. We are not about to act like this. No, mm-hmm. ma'am. And so I called her out on it. And she was somebody who was not confrontational. And she did not appreciate that. That I embarrassed her. But I didn't embarrass her. She embarrassed me. It was just an outright, like, you have crossed the line. We were already naturally drifting apart to begin with. And we were just at different points in our life. And she failed to... Apparently, I failed to support her. But I think she failed to support me in this time where I was struggling. Mm -hmm. And she wasn't really exhibiting any stressors or any sense of struggle. It was just like, oh, I'm getting married. And all this stuff. It was very weird. Do I regret that? No. I, I, I don't know. I fear... This is also what's different between me and you. I fear fighting with a significant other more than I fear fighting with a friend. Mm. because i would ra- <laughs> i'd rather lose a friend than lose a guy <laughs> but but i understand what you're saying there's yeah. a different value yeah. that is set upon a friendship versus somebody you're dating mm-hmm. because i've i have been traumatized and i've been bullied by female friends before to the point where i refuse to let another female yeah. make me go back into that mental state again and put me in that place again where it's like no you don't you would have no right to do that to me. I know what it's like to be treated when it comes to friends. When it comes to relationships, it's still a mystery for me. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm still figuring that out. And it's harder for me to end place these boundaries because it's the attention that I am desiring more than I feel like I should. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I guess it's the opposite for me because the fights that I have had with friends have ended in us no longer being friends. Like, I can specifically think of one girl from high school that I knew since I was five years old. And then 
then my one of my college best friends who started dating the guy that I like like had a huge crush on. Girlfriend. So like you know when I've been in relationships, like yes we fought, but it hasn't ended because we fought. If that makes sense. So I mean I definitely fear fighting. Like Blaine and I have probably had like this m- comes from an Aries. Like, I'm shocked. One fight since we've started dating, mm-hmm. and that was on New Year's when I just got a little like pissy towards him. So oh, that's yeah. not even, like, really a fight. But, like, he, like, freaked out because he was like... That was it? Yes. that's We have not really fought. And I told him the other day, I was like, I am actually terrified of having a genuine fight with you. Meanwhile, I'm over here like, hmm, I didn't like the way you made the bed. Let's fight. <laughs> I don't enjoy fighting. Like, I, I strongly dislike it. I think it's healthy because you get... I feel like sometimes when you fight, you get your all your truth out and all that you need to get out, out. And then you can kind of, like, overcome that. When we spend more one-on-one time together, I think we are definitely going to have our fair share of fights. But right now, we only see each other like maybe once a week because our schedules are just completely opposite. And so I don't feel like we've had the opportunity to fight yet. Well, I mean, that's a whole other thing too. They always say like, don't live with your best friend. I don't know. I don't know how we would be. Like, I got a little sassy with you the other night. So, like, I feel like we can definitely we can definitely throw sass at each other. Yeah. I, I mean, we're a Leo and an Aries. Yeah. But, but we, like, but we we don't do it with, like, the intention of, like, to start a fight. Yeah. I have, the girl I was previously friends with that we had to fight with, we lived together our first semester of college. And, I mean, one reason, like, I thought it was fine was because we didn't fight, but that was because she was somebody who hated confrontation. Yeah. And I made a comment, apparently, that upset her, but she did not let me know until, like, five days later. And I'm like, you're still like upset you, about like that? me and you are pretty good about being, like, I don't know, like, but we're also, I don't we know. We don't hold grudges or resentment. We don't. <laughs> Whereas, like, it's like, you like if they're mad at each other, we just are, like, mad at each other, and then it, we're fine, and yeah. it's fine. <laughs> it's like, you, you've held that in for, like, five days? Like, I could not do that with you. Because <laughs> I, I literally wear everything on my face. Yeah, and she, like, was crying. She's like, that really hurt me. And I'm like, like wait, what? Bro, I forgot I even said that. Like, you like, should have told me that, like, at least that day. That night. That night. Just been like, hey, like, that kind of upset me. I like, mean, I'll tell you I know what you it was. didn't mean anything. I'll yeah. tell you what it was. It was literally, um, like, freshman year of college. We were living together. She was just started dating this guy who's now her husband. And we were all, like, freshly 18 years old. Yeah. And me and some other girls in the um, hall, we wanted to go to our first, like, club. Like, yeah. a lot of us hadn't been to a club yeah. before. And we're like, let's go clubbing. Let's experience clubbing. And she was like, mm, I had to check with my boyfriend who didn't even go to our school. I was like, you have to check with your boyfriend if you can go out and hang out with the girls. Like, like I'm sorry. It's not like you're going to go there with the intent of, like, making out with somebody. Just, like, go hang out and have I fun. Said, I said something on the lines, like, he doesn't own you. Like, why do you have to check with your boyfriend? Oh, yeah. And she was just I like, mean, I wouldn't have been mad over that. I would have been like, yeah, like, you're right. She was like, that really hurt me. And I'm like, why? Because I was spitting facts? Like, that's what it was. Like, you were upset the fact that I called you out, that you're acting, like, yep. stupid. Like, you're acting like your boyfriend owns you. Like, I'm sorry. You don't have to check with your boyfriend if you can go out with your friends. No. If you do... That's Don't, toxic, that's, and yes, you need, you need to, to get not out be of in that. a relationship. Mm-hmm. But like, I met her boyfriend, and like, he wasn't. He was he not. He probably would have been like, "Yeah, sure, fine. That's like, fine. I don't care. Like, I don't care." He's like, because he wasn't somebody who liked going out, anyways. Mm-hmm. Even if they like were at the same college, he like didn't like going out. So he'd been like, "Yeah, sure, I." I don't care. Yeah. It's just having that trust, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, yeah, that's, that that's what we're fighting about. Cool. And so when our friendship started to fizzle out, like I was starting to feel like I was the villain all the time around her, and I was like, "I'm not." I'm not putting up with this. And I called around on it. And I was like, you're an Aquarius. I'm a Leo. We do not work. We're the exact opposite. Aquarius, <laughs> love me. I don't get it. <laughs> because you are what they want to be. Like, I feel like your fire is what they want, but they're never going to be that. They like, are so wishy-washy. They are and so wishy-washy. That freaking air sign. I don't, mm, I digress. But I think that, like, if you have this fear of losing a female friend, if it's lack of boundaries, you have resentment, there's just jealousy, something underlying that's bothering you, it's better to speak about it and say your piece than to be too late. By saying your piece, it could be the end of the friendship. But, I mean, really reflect on it. Like, how important was this friendship? To yeah. Begin with. Yeah. I mean, because I, I feel like if it's like something like small and your friendship ends over that, then you probably weren't super close to begin with. Yeah. 
absolutely. I, I just think that the And new- I feel like that I feel like that is kind of why I never brought anything up with the people that like I was like what the heck because we weren't very close anyways. Yeah. And so it was kind of more like it was like a friendship but it was very like surface level friendship. No, no I get that. So it's like I just don't even want to like go there because after college, like probably not going to see you or talk to you ever again. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. So, I, there was yeah. friends from un, like from undergrad that I'm definitely had that relationship with. Like, yeah. love them, talk to them all the time. But I'm like, mm, like, like there's just certain things where it's just like, yeah, I spent the night at your house and I heard you and your boyfriend having sex while I slept on the couch. But I'm not going to bring that up to your face because it's like mm, that's not worth a fight. That's not worth a conflict. That's just not worth the awkward conversation. So yeah. we're just not going to bring that up. And I just let it slide. Did I appreciate it? Absolutely not. Yeah. Did I feel like it was worthy or that it could risk, lo- I could risk losing a friend if I didn't say, absolutely not. No. So yeah. you, you pick your battles, you pick your boundaries, you pick your battles. But I feel like definitely there's always this perception that female like friendships that have those fights, they do lead to a lot of a heavy escalation and it does lead to drama like we see on The Bachelor. <laughs> so much drama, drama, drama. I mean, I think The Hills, if you ever watch the reality show The Hills, I know Hannah did not, but all my other people out there who did you know exactly what i'm talking about heidi and lauren mm, like that was me and my ex-best friend yeah (laughs) it's just to that point where it's just like no like just own up to your shit yeah that's what it comes down to own up to your shit and maybe you won't risk losing a friend Mm -hmm. own up when you fucked up and maybe your friend will still stay around yep but i mean yeah i definitely think women will call each other on their shit more than the guys will for sure oh 100 percent. so we asked you guys on our instagram why are female friendships important to you and so we got some really good responses the first one's probably my favorite um because we like to drink wine y'all are alcoholics i swear to god (laughs) if you know me you know how much i love wine so yes another person said it's important to have people who get you guys are great but they don't always understand preach i get that Yes, 100%. 100%. One person said, a true female friend is fiercely loyal and your biggest cheerleader. I definitely think the first person you get in your life that is like that is your mother. Most, Ooh, people, yeah. most people are lucky enough mm-hmm. to get that. I think that's another whole thing. A lot of people don't think about like their mothers being a sort of like female friend in their mm-hmm. life. I think definitely you don't appreciate that until yeah. you are older, older. Mm-hmm. and you're no longer this parent-child mm-hmm. dynamic. Yeah, like you still respect that. So you still respect your mother, but like you're more on like a like you have a more open relationship with them. She's still about the stuff that you know, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we ain't gonna ever get that level, though. <laughs> My <laughs> nana, on the other hand, maybe. <laughs> Someone someone just said women supporting women is exactly what we all need. Yes, yes ma'am. Like we said at the beginning <laughs> of this episode, like there is a special place in hell mm-hmm. for women who don't who don't build up other women. Yes. This one person said, they honestly keep me sane. Preach. I feel that. I, I said, what did I say the other day at work? I was like, I have a high tolerance for bullshit that I put up with because I work with men. <laughs> Yes, you okay, do. I'm in school with men. I so I have a very high tolerance for egos and stuff like that. Yes. I put up with a lot of it. Yes. Uh, so I know what battles to pick when it comes to like my female coworkers and things like that. And then our last one, which is my favorite, uh, girls just get it. I'm not talking about all my lady issues and fuck boys with other guys. Like point blank. Like I'm like, just not doing it. Yeah. Like we're not gonna have that conversation. I've tried to have that conversation, and it's. <laughs> really awkward and uncomfortable and well one they just point out shit that i'm like no that's irrelevant and that's just like no like validate me (laughs) they like comment on things that you're like no no you're supposed to be in you're supposed to support me 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 this is about me not about him me Me. (laughs) so i believe our survival tip for this week is by understanding the all-encompassing power of female friendships not only will it lead to you having a much healthier mindset but it will also empower you to do things you never thought you could before and that's really what we want to leave you guys with this week for sure yes happy valentine's day happy Valentine's day enjoy your galentine's days let us know what you do uh, we had a full-on galentine's day shoot I'm and i'm so, so excited for you guys to see the photos oh, uh, so by the time this episode goes up you guys will probably have seen some so check that out yes. on instagram for sure and so that does it for today's episode of the gals guide make sure to follow us on instagram at the gals guide pod also like us on facebook at the gals guide and become a gal scout in our facebook community you can also hit us up on our website the and on our personal social media which we will link below in the description also again please leave us a review on itunes so thanks for listening gals and we hope you come back for our next journey